0: we are a double act double taking on consumer insights based on speculation we bust buzzwords and unlock insights from the latest academic papers and thought pieces
1: think twice as a snackable strategy podcast for the wide community of strategists think twice brief
0: once hello and welcome to episode five we're with ben who is our resident gaming enthusiast so our episode is about gaming obviously he knows everything and anything about the latest games and all the culture that surrounds it we very very um, often use him for his gaming knowledge, <laughs> for our briefs. We're very lucky to have him. Thank you, Ben. Well, Thank well, you, ben. What an introduction. Oh, he's what also a senior art director on the side. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, Just, yeah, yeah. His, just his job, <laughs> just his job, little his side note. Yeah. We might sound really awkward as well, because um, Ben's bought his, um, uh, his GoPro yeah, being Ben's, filmed. Ben's I'm really decided to
1: record this episode.
2: Well, you know, I guess as an art director, maybe it would be fun to put some sort of visual behind the voices.
1: Yeah. Ooh. I do feel a bit more like I'm being watched. A little posture, yeah. Yeah, normally (laughs) I'm like just hunched over, reading all bullet points. You'll
2: you'll forget about it soon enough. Yeah, It's just that massive red blinking light. (laughs) Okay, breathe
0: in, breathe out, (laughs) breathe in.
1: The bright lights. Right, so
0: what's the episode called, Ronan? So,
1: the title of this episode is Gaming Culture and How Brands Can Get Involved. So there's a focus on eSports. this episode what
0: the hell are esports so Ben (laughs) are you able
1: to tell us the difference between gaming or like if we talk about like gaming in general and that subsect of esports yeah
2: well i guess esports is is sort of the the subculture within a subculture of gaming where you're essentially being paid to play the game um, and it works on different levels. You have these sort of huge global World Cup style tournaments. But then you could also argue that um, the sort of smaller scale Twitch streamers who sort of train and then get into esports as well. So it's a sort of varied level. Um, however, you are essentially being, play- being paid to play mm-hmm. a game.
1: I, I watched oh. a few of these esports YouTube videos of the arenas. And it, like, <laughs> Do I sound like... about like eighty years old? Yeah. <laughs> Over <You, laughs> <it? I> mean, Every <laughs> weekend, and like I, I actually really want to go. Like it looks, it looks quite vibey. Like it yeah, looks
2: like
0: yeah. a concert. It's... <laughs> <laughs> just to reiterate, sorry, just to confirm here that um, Ronak and I are not gamers. Just so like <laughs> I know it's going to become glaringly obvious as the episode Can you goes on. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we have an expert in. But that's
1: why my conclusion is. Esports arena surviving. Yeah, well, I just, I,
2: I mean, it is. I just think it's, like, blown up so quickly that there's so much money in it now that they've turned from, like, little sort of get-togethers in, a, in an internet cafe mm-hmm. in the middle of a city to huge arena tours with millions of seats and broadcast yeah. all over the world and...
1: Yeah, so
0: more popular than ever,
1: aren't they? More popular than ever. So according to GWI 2020, over one in five internet users say they are interested in esports, rising to four in ten for gamers. So, watching gameplay is a lot more popular than broadcasting one's own gameplay for the time being as well,
0: so that kind of makes sense, you're more likely yeah. to tune in to mm. watch gameplay. And it's, the, it's those younger players range. as well, those who are 16 to 35, uh, 1.2 times more likely to broadcast their gameplay in the last month, that's very interesting as well, so it's kind of the younger yeah, market. Definitely. And then
1: I saw this as well, which I thought was really funny. So apparently, there are more people in the world who play the online multiplayer battle game League of Legends than there are people who live in France. And
2: League of Legends is a game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So that's from Vice in 2015. Oh god, that might be way more now.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the whole of Europe now, guys. <laughs> um,
1: so, how would you guys define a pro gamer? Like, could I be a pro gamer?
0: <laughs> well, for me, anything that's professional means you're being paid for it. You could be a professional, t- I, I can't think of an example, table chocker, a uh, chair tucker in if you paid me to do it, no? Yeah. Yeah, I think by, by, I think you're right. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think that is it,
2: essentially. I think by definition, you're being paid to do something professionally. So you have no other source of income.
1: Sorry, I just heard a squeak.
0: It It was my chair. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Okay, it's because we can't laugh as well. That makes us laugh more.
1: It's like being back at school.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it's it's had the jump from being in a bedroom to being on a six-figure salary, which is pretty. That sounds
1: pretty sick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty alarming. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty alarming. um, How much it's kind of progressed as a well, we're going to discuss. Later, okay. everything it is an actual sport, but yeah. Spoiler: It is definitely a sport. Uh, sport. Really? Okay. <laughs>
1: so, first question: Should professional gaming be considered a sport? What are the similarities between eSport gamers and pro athletes? From Emily.
0: Maybe we should talk about what the definition of an athlete is. So, it's a person who is proficient in sports and other forms of other forms of physical exercise. I thought I'd just you know emphasize that word.
2: So I'll put this right out there. I think (laughs) that esports is a sport and pro gamers are athletes just based off the idea that they train as hard, which I think... Some people find really hard to believe, but they train as hard as some of the you know elite professional footballers or elite professional American footballers.
0: I mean, can you put? Like, can you quantify that, Ben? Like, what do you mean by that? Well, all right, let's say that. <laughs> spoiler alert! I don't think it's a spoiler. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's say that Cristiano Ronaldo trains all day, every day, to be the best at what he does. Mm-hmm. Right now if you look at somebody like ninja or even not as big as ninja you look at some of the overwatch players or you look at you know someone like cypher pk who probably isn't as big and doesn't get so many viewers but he's definitely um, going to the tournament they stream and practice 14 to 16 hours a day
1: yeah, it's the mental preparation, the timing. You're and then if, Gaming, if, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the professional gamer. Amongst them. <laughs> <laughs> so if if you're the best at what you do, yeah. shouldn't you be considered an athlete according to Ninja? That's
0: well, what he you can said. be <laughs> the best at being an actress or an actor, but isn't that its own kind of sector? Why is it? A, why is it a sport? Why does it have to be part of the sport? World? Well, I think
2: because it's in the competitive yeah, field.
0: Competitive. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, but well what about the, the issue of physical exercise? I know you have to move your fingers. Yeah, but sure. All right, yeah,
2: but, but... I, that, I think that's a different argument because then you get into like, right.
0: We sport darts? <laughs> we sport. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Snooker, pool.
2: You boxing. can strain your back doing that. Can I just yeah. say But
0: you can
1: you can hurt your thumbs,
0: probably. <laughs>
2: well, no, like well, I know we're sort of taking the piss a little bit, but like yeah. carpal tunnel syndrome is a definite thing for yeah. gamers. Our
0: carpal tunnel from the yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that is
2: true. And, and also <laughs> yeah.
1: another another argument for it for being a sport is how esports actually works. So you have like leagues like yeah. similar to NFL and how okay. it's actually the model where it's how it's like built up is yeah, very yeah, yeah. similar yeah, to traditional sports.
2: And I think even if you look at it in the sort of recent years, there's even universities and colleges that are offering esports scholarships. Yeah. So are you joking? I don't know. Is, is that in the UK? Yeah. Uh there might be one or two, but they're definitely (laughs) offering scholarships now for esports. Okay, fine, it's a sport. And also,
1: they're discussing whether to include esports in the 2024 Paris Olympics. Wow. That's a hot topic of debate, whether it should be included. So yeah, if you're not
2: convinced that it's a sport, now by now then i don't think it'll ever will be why
1: do you think people don't want it to be a sport because
2: i, I just think there's this <laughs> me, like me 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 there's this like antiquated idea that like oh you play video games you're locked in your bedroom like yeah. you're not you, you know you're sort of this weird socially inept hobbit type creature that doesn't know how to sort of work in the real world or do anything yeah and you know, I, th- I think that's so much further from the truth now and people are actively um, looking at esports as a viable career, yeah. you know?
1: So didn't um, the person who won the Fortnite World Cup win about three... Was it three million? Mm-hmm. That's...
2: Three million dollars. <laughs> like, Post-tax. Yeah. So there was tax on top of that. So, But... Yeah. and he was I think he was 16 at the time someone's gonna yeah, I watched the Good
1: Morning Britain clip where the runner up of the Fortnite woke yeah. up wanted that's... to buy his mum a house with the money it was so cute oh, that's
0: really sweet <laughs> we'll he was like, like 16 years, years
1: old and the mum was saying oh I used to like try and throw his games out or like I didn't want him to game but you feel
0: stupid now <laughs> 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 And I was like now I'm getting a yeah. house yeah well to be fair people strive to be influencers so I guess it's not I mean it's it's less ridiculous, not not ridiculous, but it's less like it's it's just as feasible. But when you see do... it as a
1: profession, a profession, it becomes a bit less like you wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't maybe like watch over your kid as much. I don't know though. But you still wouldn't want. There's just to... To that
2: generation gap. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I know I sound like I'm, I'm sort of ageist a little bit, maybe, but That's you know when parents don't understand the world of esports
0: it's also changed over time yeah yeah absolutely it's changed too
2: quickly for some of the older generation to keep up with it yeah and
1: this actually leads us to our next question quite nicely so what are the current issues in the esports industry question from nika so in this section, we're going to cover three issues in the eSports industry at the moment. And the yeah. first one is around stereotypes and prejudices against gamers and eSports in general. So,
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we touched on this a little bit already. And, you know, gaming in general as a whole, and then also sort of professional gaming, eSports, you know, making a living off things like Twitch mm-hmm. is becoming more and more mainstream. Yeah. And I think that's a great thing. Um, and you know people like Ninja going on the Ellen DeGeneres show and things like that Playing like, with Drake as well Yeah playing with Drake yep. It's really like pushing this stereotype of gamers living in their mum's basement um, sort of away and out mm. and, and I think it's really important to not label them gamers or any subculture you know not let label them in, in a negative light because then there becomes this stigma attached to it. Yeah. yeah. You know? I'm sometimes even me even me. Even bad. Even me. Oh bad. What the fuck does that mean? But <laughs> sometimes I, I hesitate like... I hesitate to tell people sometimes that oh yeah 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 like what are do you doing in your spare time? Oh last night I played six hours of Fortnite. Like
0: why? What do some you think people, people some
2: people react badly to that
0: what do you think they think of you when you say something like that
2: well they're just like what a fucking loser yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's
0: really sad though that like, people that, don't
1: feel like they can identify as a gamer because of the stereotypes yeah. that we've
2: created yeah. you know, it will
0: definitely change I mean we've seen what happened to like health and fitness so like it used to be really jockey mm. you know to be a, 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 mm-hmm. a guy or a girl that went to the gym all the time and now that's been changed that whole perception has been changed so maybe that's yeah. the same thing will happen with gaming and maybe it's happened Happening as as we yeah, see it. I think it is. Yeah.
2: I absolutely do think it is, but I think it's important that, you know, um I think people should have that that outlook on it that it isn't something that people should be ashamed of. Yeah definitely.
1: Of. There is a bit of an issue with traditional media outlets, aren't there? Like they I do often see headlines which talk about video games quite negatively or like being addicted for children mm-hmm. um, there was like one research done by divorceonline.co.uk oh you yeah know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, al- yes. I'm always on that website <laughs> so obviously I get my research from there so they said that two hundred divorces since January two thousand eighteen mentioned addiction to Fortnite and other online games as one of the reasons for a relationship breakdown, and that was the BBC
0: quoted that in two thousand nineteen. I just want to know if that's in the legal document under. No, I it was. Don't I think it is. It'll I think like it will be like addiction or gaming addiction.
1: No, it will be Fortnite. So they'll be like, oh, what? Like, why are you spitting up? He's I mean, like, I'm not a lawyer, but,
0: but is there a section in the like document that like? You take what kind of a, like what? Are you sure? Yeah, you can yeah. say
1: why why you um why are
0: Wow, people people being quite specific. I get that though. If you're spending the majority of time, you said you spent six hours playing. Yes, but I'm also night. not
2: married, so that that, 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 <laughs> that definitely allows me to play would far more games. Says, okay? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, you know with this with this sort of thing, it's like balance and moderation. Look, if mm. you're Spending thousands of pounds on video games, and you're spending thousands of spending thousands of hours playing video games, and not being somewhat responsible. Mm. You know, it's, it's like anything. Look, people drink too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> you know. So that was I, a joke. That was a joke. It's a mum.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think you know, it's that common sort of um overused phrase of like everything in moderation don't yeah. don't let it affect the yeah. the, the real world and your life around you
1: but also i think the stereotype is could potentially affect the industry because some it's reliant well, on like ads. alcohol
0: dependency does with the alcohol industry yeah. yeah so people aren't as
1: likely to want to like participate in the sports or, or get introduced to it because of this overarching stereotype Look, I, actually
2: I'll, I'll tell you Maybe something that's quite interesting is that I. So I was gaming since I was about ten, and I had like the Super Nintendo and all all of that, all the way up, all the way up until the PlayStation Three, and then I stopped.
0: Why did you stop?
2: Because I found girls and drinking and. Mm-hmm. Didn't really have time for it anymore.
0: Okay, so how did you find it again, Ben? We want to know. Ben got laid. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Ben got laid. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so
2: and sorry, then. And then, I, when I, you know, a little bit further down the line and I, I could afford nice things again and came out of, of university and yeah. got, got a real job in the real world. Wait, thank God
0: I, you didn't do it during uni. I, uh, Can
2: you I bought an Xbox, but I knew. I knew when I was buying that Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty that was like, I am like carving out time in my life now. Like, Mm. it's a a commitment.
1: So it's a conscious choice that you should make.
2: And there was a little bit of sort of nervous, Mm. sort of bit of anxiety in me of like, right, you're you're going down this this path. Like, you're you're not going to be able to play six hours a week. You're definitely going to be playing at least. 30 to 40 hours a week.
0: That's what's wow. dangerous about gaming, isn't it? Because you know how you carve time to go to the gym, let's say? Mm-hmm. You you have a routine that there's a start and there's an end. But with gaming, it's just it doesn't really finish, does it? Yeah,
2: yeah I think that's actually really interesting. It's like, especially with these games, this, this, these sort of newer generation games where it's not about being top of the leaderboard or yeah. you're not... You know, a lot of driving games, there's like a start and a finish. And then you come first, second or third. Just like discovering world. Now it's world. just like, right... you you drop into an island, you're the last person to survive. Are you the last person to survive? Yes or no? Right, that's over in 15 minutes, let's drop straight back in. And that sort of repetitive, sort of searching for that dopamine hit of the win Mm -hmm. is what games are sort of built around now, which is probably why there's this sort of addiction addiction thing that's come out.
0: Well, Prince Harry, when he was talking about Fortnite said, that game shouldn't be allowed. Where is the benefit of having it in your household? That was my Prince Harry impression, by the way. Um, it's created to addict, an addiction to keep you in front of a computer for as long as possible. It's so irresponsible. That was Queen's English. Well done. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> that's my normal voice. I mean,
2: what does he know, really, about anything?
0: <laughs> to be fair, we don't know what he does in his spare time. Yeah. Especially now he's moved to Canada. Probably addicted to Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. There's a, there's a really not... good
2: Fortnite rehab centre in Canada, apparently.
1: Really? Oh, that's no, a
2: No, 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 no. <laughs> <a joke. laughs>
1: Oh my I'm god! So bad. I'm really <laughs> into <that>. i really
0: <laughs> God, I was like, let's talk about it more. That's probably we we trust him best, but he says um, like that. But um, but there is true to what he's saying. I mean, it is game gaming uh, gaming creators have created games in order for them to be addictive. I, get, I guess there is
1: it. truth in what he's saying. Like they have created it for people to play it more, but that's the same as like Instagram, for example. They want to keep you on the platform. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I don't think he's. But, when he says it shouldn't be allowed. I don't think Fortnite should be banned.
0: Yeah, it's probably in a really bad mood when he yeah. said that. It's pretty damning. Yeah, I, I think like, said, probably caught up, up, up in
1: his press, like, dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> he has had a rough time. Yeah, recently. yeah, that's
0: <laughs> to
2: be fair. <laughs> it's what um, happens when you attack gamers, it all goes downhill from there. Oh,
0: God. True, be warned. <laughs> Esports so, is relying on its fans, so. Yeah, definitely.
1: So, second issue. Um, that we've sort of flagged is the price of the grind so this kind of follows on from that quite nicely like it's essentially these pro gamers yeah. can become quite run down they get mental health issues they live in the same um, house as their team so they do everything together they eat together they train together they basically don't really have an off Wait, so
0: they sit there
1: with their housemates you they drain like 10-hour like days. Yeah,
2: so there's a quite a good example, and they've just re, actually redone the house, the, the 100 Thieves house. Um, I feel like it's 100 or 1,000. One of those. Um, where essentially you're brought onto the team, you're on the roster, mm-hmm. like, like you've signed to a football team, a professional mm-hmm. football team, and you are in a room, like sat side by side, computers in front of you, computer in front of you, and they feed you at your at the desk.
0: Gotta love you that. Know?
2: And you just, <laughs> you, just, you just play. You just play and get better, and get better, and get better, and get better. And that, that's kind of the price you have to pay. Like, if you want to be one of these people that can play games for a living, you're doing it for 18 hours a day, seven days a week, no holidays, no breaks, you know? You, you wake up, you game, you go to bed, you wake up and you game. Mm.
1: that is crazy. I saw um, in one of the videos or documentaries, I think it was the CBS News eSports one. I'm saying I think it was when I'm just like reading it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it showed that one of the gamer mums was Googling the average salary yeah. of a pro gamer for their teenage son and daughter. And she was like, oh, I think it's about like 60, 60K. Oh it's just like now they're actually like trying to like push their I think I'm kids, start training. <laughs> kids into these into these jobs which is quite funny it also showed how like they get their hands massaged so they get like sports massages yeah funny. yeah
0: this sounds like a, a sport for you on that. Love, <laughs> yeah. she loves a, a massage I do love
1: a massage <laughs> an urban massage that's that's free advertising <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um spawn <laughs> <laughs> I think with this kind of topic we need to mention um girl gamers and the kind of sexualisation around that um it's cause obviously gaming is um a male so dominated e- audience. Yeah, especially
1: esports. So, yeah. Um, percentage of gamers who've done following the have done the following in the last month. So for esports it's twenty seven percent for male and then seventeen percent for female according to a GWI gaming report, so ten percent decrease. Mm. What are you gonna say about that then?
2: Well I just think you know, <laughs> it's it's male dominated, it's been male dominated for so long. But
0: why? Why do you think that is?
2: And I think because it's just coming up Women are seeing an opportunity there, mm-hmm. like, like the rest of the nation. Mm-hmm. And, and Those the darn community. women. However, I think <laughs> for women, it's not enough to just be really good at the game, which mm-hmm. I think is really unfortunate and really sad. Yeah. Like, there's an expectation of, well, much like anything, but there's an expectation of, like, beauty and, and being chatty and flirty and nice mm-hmm. to look at and you know a lot of these streamers often live uh, a lot of these pro gamers often live stream as well so you're in front of the camera all the time now being a mon- male dominated uh, industry as well as a community i think it, it, it can lead to you know quite a sort of a, a sort of toxic environment sometimes mm. so you know i think it is getting better yeah but if you look at other industries, I think it's nowhere near there yet.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
2: Don't, don't, let, me put, don't let me put you off. I oh, mean, God, like, I was about to like... just go and jump
0: and get an Xbox. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, oh, I, th- I don't think I'm going to be a pro gamer. <laughs> I guess it just emphasises the issues that exist in other industries already. Like, yeah. actresses, mm. historically, you have to be pretty, you have to be approachable. You know, it's just kind of a general...
1: Theme in life, yeah, really. sure. Oh, pearler, <laughs> don't get down. So
0: lucky and pretty. No, I'm joking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also worth mentioning in the documentary that I mentioned before. Yeah, it seemed that a lot of the spectators in the Asia Pacific region were more female than Western regions, so perhaps like in our country. Yeah,
2: well I, I guess I think like esports specifically in the tournament and, and that sort of scale of it really came out of, of Asia. Yeah. Know? Um you know, Blizzard and Overwatch really sort of pioneering that, um, and both being sort of Asian companies, yeah, they sort of drove that. So they've had maybe five years on the rest of us. Yeah. You know
0: yeah that's true okay so thinking about all of that let's go on to the third question by Ali Waring Um, how can brands support and get involved in esports but not get sucked into the negative dialogue that exists around gaming
2: um I guess there's a bit of a sweet spot you know I think as we sort of mentioned the gaming community can be somewhat toxic yeah um which is quite off-putting for brands understandably Mm -hmm. um I think sponsorships of esports teams is, is a really good way to go because it shows that you're encouraging esports as a whole. So you're investing into esports. Yeah. Whether that's like a jersey sponsor, a shirt sponsor, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and the more mainstream the sponsors, the sort of better, because then it's in the public eye a bit more. Like all, all sponsors are essentially like PC gaming companies mm-hmm. that you guys won't know. Yeah. Just, it sounds really patronizing, but whatever. Well no, be, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Test me, none. Yeah. Um But yeah, so I think on an esports level that yeah, fine like sponsorship is a really good way to do it because you're supporting yeah. the industry. Um, the sort of in-game stuff, I guess, is a little bit more tricky, I think.
1: There was that really good example of um Fortnite with the frozen with Fortnite hates
2: frozen beef. Oh Wendy. So then they yeah. smashed the So yeah, it is that's that, that is a really good way of like using <laughs> yeah. a a sort of current trend, I guess, that Fortnite was at that time. It was like Peak, Fortnite, Wendy's whole thing being about like we don't use frozen beef and then in the game there was a hamburger place mm-hmm. that used frozen beef. So they just live streamed for mm-hmm. I think a week maybe where they just they drop in it. and just destroy it. Which is part of the game mechanic. Well
0: what's interesting is they yeah. do not have a partnership with Fortnite at all. They literally yeah, yeah. did that themselves. Yeah. yeah. That's what's really interesting. They don't even really need to partner with these. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so we'll link we'll link games. that example in the
1: notes. Um I think it could be interesting for brands to also look at gaming motivations, so why do you actually want to game? So the number one reason is to relieve boredom, um, and then the second one is to have fun with people i know so it's actually quite a social sport there's a massive community around it do you think there's something that brands can do in fostering that community
2: yeah i just you know i think the idea that gamers again we sort of touched on this before already and i keep Mm. bringing it up but the idea that like gamers alone is in their room playing by themselves for lack of a better word um is a a thing of the past you know you're you're playing online online games pretty much only online gaming now so you're playing with Mm -hmm. other people online if you're watching people play you're watching people you're watching somebody play with up to 120,000 other people and then if you're watching esports then that's broadcast all over the world so then this community is way bigger than i think people kind of realize Mm
0: -hmm. it is touching on way more industries Yeah. yeah like you're talking about that partnership with ninja
2: Yeah, exactly. Adidas. Yeah, you know, I I think recently, maybe it was it this year or last year, Ninja released a sneaker through Adidas and he's now on their roster as an athlete. Yeah. You know, he's alongside David Beckham.
1: Side to side. Two athletes.
0: Well, Sweet. yeah, but that's what makes it more and more relevant for brands, isn't it? It's, not, it's no longer a niche interest of people. And then, I do think when culture. I see that,
1: I think of Adidas as of, of like ahead of the game. Like, oh yeah, that's really the cool head that of the they've done game. that. Yeah, um <laughs> <laughs> the pun, <and> the pun. <laughs> <Witchy> puns. <laughs> um, one another interesting stat from GWI. Sorry, with. We a love big, that Yeah, report. a big gaming report that will link you to <laughs> It's very good, yeah. yeah. So 85% of eSports fans are either blocking ads using private browsing windows or deleting cookies. And then another stat which shows 2.1, they're 2.1 times more likely. Mm. To discover brands through celebrity endorsements than other internet users.
0: So that really affects us as strategists mm. when we're because we would we would think that gaming is like a source of another type of media that we could write a strategy into as a deliverable. But you don't think that's the case, do you Ben?
2: No, I, I, I you know, I think the way that it, it's built and broadcast, the way that, that it sort of works, is that you you'll tune in, you watch, you mm-hmm. know, somebody playing games, whether that's at a tournament or not. You don't want to be interrupted. You don't, you don't pay for the boxing to then be cut off halfway through and served an ad. Yeah, user
0: and experience.
2: I think with, with. <laughs> the, the sort of influencer model and these athletes that we're now going to start calling them. Are we? <laughs> the, the, like anyone, it, it sort of at the top of the game, they're idolised so much, you know? So yeah. give them a shoe you know put put your logo on their shirt you'll get you'll get kids buying that and it will sell out yeah rather than trying to hit them with sort of traditional advertising message Mm -hmm. go through that way
0: so what's an example of a brand that's done something interesting uh
2: what through like influencer or sponsorship yeah um well you know samsung specifically did quite something quite good which they sort of released a skin in fortnite What's
0: the skin for those who aren't gamers? It's
2: essentially a cosmetic outfit, Um, and it was for their Galaxy phone. Cool. Um, And yeah, it was. You had to have the phone to get the skin. So it was only available (laughs) if you pre-ordered the Galaxy phone, and you get some sort of codes to unlock it in game. However, uh, this game is so popular, and people are so crazy about it that kids were running into Samsung stores and buying it. No, not even. Just like. (laughs) Going to the sort of dummy phone that they have oh there, logging God. in uh, to downloading Fortnite first of all, logging into their Fortnite account, using the code, getting the skin, logging out and going home, mm-hmm. and then wow. they have then they have that skin forever. So one could say that did they meet their objective? I don't know. Did kids start buying Samsung phones? Maybe not, but they got a hell of a lot of publicity. And it, it
0: does increase like brand affinity. Now they do probably associate Samsung a bit more with the yeah, game. Yeah, for sure.
1: And. Um, Back to Ali's point around the negative dialogue that exists around gaming. Do you think brands are doing enough to swerve that? Do we think the negative dialogue is even that much of an issue yeah. um, for brands? Or
0: is it just
1: noise? No, I, I
2: think it is. I think, again, we've sort of touched on this before, but the, the community is quite toxic, and influent, like all influencers or streamers or whatever you do, you know, you sort of have to be somewhat brand safe to get these deals with Adidas, right? Yeah. There's a lot of controversies that happen and um, sort of gamers being dropped from teams or sponsorships dropped. Um, So I think there's two things we can do here. I think brands can be a little bit more lenient on like who they sponsor, like let them be themselves in their broadcast. And if you're not into it, then you don't sponsor them or you you don't um, cut a deal with them. But also, I think the gaming community could do a bit better.
0: Yeah. So, what's your one takeaway? Wait, wait,
1: Ben. You have to look at the camera when you say it. What's your <laughs> <one>? <laughs> I completely forgot <laughs> what we're being
0: filmed. Okay. Damn it. Okay. I just. One hot take. One hot, hot take. <laughs> if they skip through the entire podcast until this end bit, what do you want them to know?
2: Just don't underestimate the community. Don't stereotype gamers um, in that old sort of archetype where they're sweaty teenagers. That's not the case anymore.
0: They don't sweat, guys. No, I'm joking. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs)
2: And I guess, like, just take it a bit more seriously than I think people have done in the past.
0: Thank you, Ben. I love that. And as usual, guys, you just gotta think twice brief ones